can't believe you're stopping that right there. That's kind of that's wacky to me. How committed I am to our podcast, Mark. Oh, okay. I'm not committed enough apparently to remember to fucking start my backup though. So there's that. Well, you know. What I'm doing this now. It takes all kinds. I there guess. we go. Now I'm running back up. Just in time for all of us to be quiet because I started recording. And I adjust my microphone. It's going to make some noise. <laughs> yeah, that's good. All great yep. things that our listeners oh. really want to hear is us yeah. being quiet and you fucking with your microphone. Hey, man. I got to get this done. I should have done it before. But fuck no. anybody that's listening to it on headphones. It just went deaf. Well, I usually try and cut all that kind of stuff out. You know, we'll get that. <laughs> We'll get there. All right, everybody. I guess that's preamble enough for this week because I, I got nothing else for you right now. <laughs> Welcome back to Dance Robot Dance. This is a podcast. I'm Mark. <laughs> I'm here with <laughs> that. It is yeah. loosely defined as <laughs> I'm here with Tim. Uh, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> oh, not bad. It's been a, f- a fuck of a week. I got a sick dog I'm dealing with, and yeah. How is uh, how is Gordon? Give me an update. I haven't uh, really seen. I mean, I've been he, off social media. Yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, he's as good as a dog that has one eye sewn shut and the other like impaired can be i guess so yeah yeah he's he's but but he's he seems to be handling the whole thing pretty well so far he's just sleeping a lot i mean he's on drugs so that helps so you know poor little guy my little my little buddy that's too bad yeah yeah, because i really like we don't have anything to talk about there's no news this week it's like it's so there's like nothing fucking happened this week yeah like the only thing like the biggest news i saw was like godzilla may go to hbo max and i'm like i don't that movie doesn't have elizabeth olsen or brie larson in it i don't care (laughs) so like whatever it's just another one of these ones with millie bobby brown i'm like i don't know yeah i I haven't watched any of those yet i mean i've seen them all but like i don't want to see this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I I don't know. Well, maybe I do. I just it's going to streaming. Maybe that's yeah. the story. Yeah, that's about it. The only other thing was like Expanse announced that they're ending at the end of season six, which means I got to catch up. And that show was good, but I've only watched like half a season. Yeah, I got to start watching that at some point. It's one of those yeah. ones like I've heard so many good things about, and just yeah, yeah, same here. I just never like it seems super dour, and I'm just not in the mood for super dour right now. So I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna yeah, just wait. You can wait can wait True. we got two more years though like i guess season five is imminent apparently like it's coming out in the next little while well and it's it's one of those situations where it's nice to know that it's you know it's nice for the production to know that it's ending like oh yeah you're gonna, they're gonna get a chance to finish it off in what hopefully will be a satisfying way which you know a lot of series don't get so yeah which makes it that much more like me it makes me look forward to watching it that much more so if they have like a a set roadmap and they know they're ending it at a specific point and yeah. no horse shit. They can get, like, they have lots of room to get to where they need to go. So yeah, sounds good to me. Uh, that's all, literally all I wrote in my <laughs> notes. Cause there's fucking like nothing else going on. Did you have anything else? The last of us got like an actual, like, Oh yeah. We talked about that, that like happening. 15 times, but like yeah, the last of us, uh, HBO show. Um, so like HBO press release, which said like, yes, it's definitely happening. They've already ordered it to series. So good. I guess I'll need to play that once I get my PS5. And yeah, I, I mean, I, I still haven't played two. It's on sale this week. I should probably pick it up, but meh, yeah. not a huge rush. Like, eh, eh, I'll get there. I really want to say I'm, I'm more stoked about uh, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, which is also on sale this week than I was on Last of Us Two. So yeah, we'll see. Like, I like Last of Us. It's just like I thought you said you played Ghost of Tsushima, didn't you? Or is it Paul played Ghost of Tsushima? Paul, I think Paul might have. I Paul, haven't. I think yet. Paul hadn't get credited or something. Yeah, I haven't played it yet. I was waiting for it to hit sale. Like I just 
started coming down in price yeah recently I've heard it's Sony. Good too like especially the like black and white like kurosawa kurosawa mode well that's why i'm into it i'm just like oh i could do like a kurosawa movie yeah like 40 hours in a kurosawa movie basically i'm like yeah, I'm, I'm on board yeah. let me do that so i'll probably pick it up this weekend and give it a shot yeah so like we can do let's do like do you have something else the only other thing that i was kind of excited about is that captain jack harkness is coming back for the doctor who holiday special he's going to get to meet 13 finally oh is the actual? oh i thought that was a radio thing they always do him with radio stuff now i didn't know that he'd... one's that one's for the actual holiday special oh okay cool i mean that's great i like i mean i love john Barrow. i mean he's hilarious so yeah exactly. good times i drew him for inktober actually you did yeah that's pretty much it yeah such a fucking quiet ass well thanksgiving week and i always forget about it like every week thanks every year we do this like it's been we've been doing this for four years now yeah coming up four and a half (sighs) okay (laughs) yeah every year we forget like american thanksgiving she's like oh yeah it's gonna be real quiet news wise from now till probably the new year especially this year Every PR department is like shut down right now, like for the whole week of Thanksgiving, pretty much. Yeah, and like most people are shut down through the holidays, kind of. You know what I mean? Like everybody's gets real loosey goosey yeah, from like November. To, quiet for the next and like on top of that, we have COVID, so it's just going to be like, <laughs> well, yeah, you know, shut it down, boys. Not much to talk about until like Wonder Woman comes out, I guess, in December. Like pretty much, yeah, on yeah. Christmas Day. Yeah, so we can uh, let's move on to like this might be the fastest time getting to be the week ever, actually. <laughs> Geek of the week. Hey, all right, so this is the segment where we tell each other the nerdiest things we did this week. Uh, we'll start with Tim. Uh, I have like a rant to go on. So. <laughs> I started watching season three of Star Trek Discovery finally. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, actually, I'm I'm enjoying this season so far for the most part i'm I'm like four i'm like four episodes in you haven't thought about it then yet i don't know like it still looks fucking amazing but like i'm just finding in general there's less like just fuck less of that like contrived convoluted plot fuckery there was in the first two seasons yeah yeah i have some like deep lore shit that's really bothering me about this right now yeah because it's like the whole the whole like oh the lithium is the only way to get around i'm like no guys there's like since the original show, there's been 15 different ways to make warp drive happen. It's not just that one crystal that we all know about, uh, guys. Yeah, I, I mean, it's I, I don't I don't know Star I don't know Star Trek yeah, more the way that you fine. do. But to me, like it's an interesting plot device, right? It's like you know it it creates some interesting tension and, and conflict and stuff like that. I'm really loving Saru as captain. Yes, I will. Like he, like I've been saying, that's the one thing that I will say is that Doug Jones as Saru has been yeah. a highlight this year. He's been very good. Yeah. So the fact that, like, you know, the the and one of the big things that was like just so fucking distracting in the first two seasons, and I know for you as well, was that Discovery was like a more advanced ship than any other like pre-Enterprise Star Trek ship had any fucking right to be. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's like the most fucking advanced ship in Starfleet. Like, But it's not really an issue now because they've jumped like a thousand years in the future. So, like, they're the fucking, like, relics now. So I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, if I, it's it's a lot easier for me to put that aside now. Oh, fair enough. In the first two seasons. I like the new, like, trans character, the, sim- the human symbiote host. The Trill, yeah. Well, she's not a Trill, right? Because the Trill, are the Trills the human? The Trills are the hosts. No, the Trills can be, like, everybody... Is a trill because they're all from the planet Trill, I guess. I okay, don't know how so this works, this, right? this, the symbiotes and the yes uh, are both trill citizens. Are all yeah. Trill. Okay, yeah, 
Okay. Well, yeah. So she has a trill symbiote in inside her, yeah. uh, and she's like the, you know one of the only humans to ever have symbiote. And didn't well, uh, I guess she hasn't disappeared yet. So like that's good. That's yeah. yeah. Well, they've already said I think she's going to be back for season four. Yeah, but she has barely been in any other episodes past season, like episode three. Like they do the trill that episode yeah, with yeah. her, like episode four. I haven't seen her since. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a weird, it's very strange. Yeah. Um, the, uh, yeah. So they have said she's going to be back, or they're going to be back for uh, season four. Yeah. Yeah. So what else? I I really wish they could just get fucking past this, like Burnham having an issue with like authority and being in positions of authority and answering to positions of authority. Like her insubordination is just it's after two and a half fucking seasons is just kind of annoying. Like fucking sh- give this goddamn character some growth. Uh. Yeah, it's only going to get worse as you go through. I've actually heard that as well. Yeah. But besides that, that that's the my, my main sticking point. Besides that, I've been pretty happy with it the first four episodes at least. Oh, fair. I uh I continue to have to watch it on a separate day from Mandalorian because Mandalorian <laughs> makes it look so just like I understand. I was this is my basically my geek cry was like, you should be watching the Mandalorian because it's so fucking good <laughs> right now. But like I'll just talk about it now. But like it, I understand how DCEU fans feel. <laughs> compared to marvel now you know what i mean because like i'm watching star wars on tv and i'm just like this is so fucking good like it's so it's just so well made <laughs> just and be like, like why can't my star trek be like and star trek is just such shit all the time and i'm like <laughs> i hate it like i hate i hate i hate the main character i hate that there is a main character i hate that i still don't know who any of these fucking people on the ship are except for saru and ensign tilly's gonna be first officer now i <sighs> oh geez i missed that part yeah, it's that's in it's episode coming. seven. That happened this Fuck. week. Yeah, and I was just like, I an ensign is fucking second in command. Anybody else on that ship? There's 200 other people on that ship that are just like that chick just got out of the, the academy <laughs> like three weeks ago, and like so I guess as long as she's because she's buddies with the captain, her rank like none of this work matters that I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Like she just gets promoted. I I hate it. Like it just makes me angry. Maybe I should just stop watching this season now. <sighs> <laughs> Mandalorian is so good, dude. Like, it's so good. It is. <laughs> it's That's so my good. fucking geek cred this week, too. Oh, uh, <laughs> Lord. So, I, like, my geek of the week this week, I finally got to play Luigi's Mansion, and I have a problem. <laughs> they don't, they don't, this is such a fucking weird niche thing, but like, they don't let you invert the Y axis on your aiming. Okay. So, when you're playing third person or like first person shooters on console like your right stick aims right and like i guess normal people like you go up to go up and that's that's kind of how the default controls are i grew up in the 90s playing way too many mm. flight sims and like golden eye yeah, yeah. everything's inverted so like i play those inverted so most games you can just go yeah, and flip push it right forward to look down you pull back yeah. to look up yeah exactly that feels completely natural to me going the other way feels like i am in vertigo land like i can't do it and like most games like i i'm playing i was playing the new call well, not the new call of duty but like last year's call of duty i guess <clears throat> and it lets me go back and forth up and down or like you know what i mean invert my y-axis basically uh star wars squadrons just did obviously because it's basically a flight simulator yeah. i fucking control did but Nintendo, Nintendo just refused to let me do it in Luigi's Mansion. So I just spent forty bucks for a game I can't play because, oh, no. like, it like doesn't let you flip the Y axis, and I can't do it. Like, it's 
I go, I always instinctively go the opposite way with the stick because I'm used to going the other way and I can't. Phrasing? Yeah. No, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so like. You got to be careful. You hurt yourself doing that. I, yes. Got to go the right way with the stick because otherwise <laughs> things can break. But yeah, like if I, I, I can't do it. So <laughs> I was like, why Nintendo fuck I want to play your game. And like, I love the Luigi's Mansion games. Like we've talked about, like I've been looking forward to playing this one and I'm already annoyed with you because your baby console doesn't output proper 4k stuff, but like, (laughs) let me invert the fucking Y axis on your third person shootery game. Cause it's like, I can't like, I can't play it. (laughs) Like it's too much. My motor functions don't work that way. Like I'm too old to change. So was very disappointing so that's my thing is like i got to play luigi's mansion and i was like this is going to be great until i got like to actually control it and it's it, like it won't let me invert y-axis and i, I can't play it so sigh <laughs> sigh it's been a very frustrating week the other reason for that is like our meat of the episode so it's time to <laughs> change gears we're like we're flying through this episode i like this 13 minutes and i'm like ah no news no horse shit let's fucking do this let me yell about this crappy movie <laughs> Meat of the episode, Kryptonian deformity meat. Yeah, so this is this is fucked up. We're like we're doing a redux on this now, and it's you and I we doing are. the redux on it. This is, this is your fault. You wanted to do all the Batman. Movies. No, let's this be fair. Fucking this movie has fucking Batman and the. Let's day. be fair. This is you forcing us to do this. I was totally happy to be like, no, we're done. I'm happy no, we've done all the Batman movies. We don't get out of this. That but Batman. he's got Tim's got that OCD that we gotta we gotta check all the boxes here. Mm-hmm. So we're doing a revisit. I revisit. Let's be honest. Our first pass at this is unlistenable. Oh, absolutely! Do not go listen <laughs> to that episode. That like ninety-five percent of the ire I have for this podcast stems from that like episode. <laughs> like when I think about like I hate this podcast or like what it takes too long to do this or whatever. Like ninety-five percent of it still comes from the first time we covered this movie, and I think I may hate this movie a little bit because of that episode. Also, yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean. Like, I don't know if I could extricate my loathing for this movie from my loathing for that episode. So, uh, yeah. So we're back. And, like, you'll see it in the title of the podcast. So that's not even, like, a a spoiler. So I don't know why we keep not saying Batman v Superman. (laughs) We're watching Batman v Superman again. We know I hate this movie, but we're watching it again. Like, <laughs> I'd rather watch Batman and Robin again than watch this. Like, really? That's a oh, old fuck. fucking fuck yeah. No, because that movie's two hours long. <laughs> this is three. Oh, and you, like, so you did watch the ultimate cut as well? Oh, I grabbed the 4K. I'm, if I'm going to do it, I'm doing it right. Yeah. And I watched like the whole fucking thing. And guess what? It's still terrible. Like, <laughs> it is still awful. And so here we are. Yeah. All right. Tim's going to apologize for this. and He's going to get yelled at a lot. I'm just going to yell at Tim tonight. I'm just like, no, this movie's dog shit. We could have avoided this if you just weren't so OCD, Tim. We could have done something else. We could have talked about the boys. You know what I mean? <laughs> I liked the boys, goddammit. We can do that, too. Yeah, we can do that, too. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about Batman v Superman. But first, as punishment for making me watch this movie again, I need you to run me through the plot of this fucking thing. So I hope you've had... Like a lot to drink and are well caffeinated because it's confusing and labyrinthine, and none of it really makes any sense. It's it, the the plot is 
as messy as some of those fucking Batman movies for sure. Oh and, my and, god, and overstuffed as 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 those fucking Schumacher Batman movies. No, that's what I mean though. Like, it's like Batman Forever feels like a like a a, a quick jaunt. You know what I mean? <laughs> like an easy like I could explain the plot to that movie more easily than I could explain the plot to the, this fucking mess. This is a disaster. I can't believe it. <laughs> we start out with a like five minute recap of Batman's <laughs> origins because every the Batman most melodramatic version of it of it all is, time it really yeah. is. Uh, with uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan playing Thomas Wayne and Lauren Cohen, uh, basically a couple of walking, walking dead, dead alumni. Yeah. yeah, playing except Jeffrey Dean Morgan hadn't started playing Negan at this point, I don't think. Playing Martha Wayne. And yeah, they get killed in the alley and pearl necklace flies everywhere, phrasing. Yeah. Bruce floats. Bruce is really sad and, and for some reason has like emo hair. I don't know why he, why Bruce's hair is so long in this or kid Bruce hair is so long in this. Um, well, it's yeah, 1981. He, they're all hippies, I guess. I don't know what's yeah, going on anymore. And he falls into the Batcave and then bats lift him up for some reason. Well, this is a dream. a dream. I'm assuming yeah. it's a dream, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, Well, except like. We have like Bruce has plenty of fucking dreams, and they like make it clear like this is the dream sequence, except for this one. This is the one where it's like maybe he's dreaming, maybe these are magic bats. I mean, in this universe, it totally tracks. There's so much stuff going on <laughs> in this DC universe here. So, flash forward to Bruce on like a ground level view of the third act of man of steel where superman and zod are like just fucking wrecking metropolis and killing like tens of thousands of people <laughs> in the process yeah <laughs> like more people than bruce kills in this movie which is a lot yeah well, bruce kills a lot of fucking people in this movie like a lot a lot <laughs> a lot a lot like this is spree killer like spree killers look at him and are like oh fuck I, i'm terrible at this yeah. that guy's the good guy and he killed like 89 people in like 15 minutes <laughs> Spree killers don't have have like military it's, it's vehicles that <laughs> all have multiple Gatling guns attached to them. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, so you get to see Bruce um like at the on ground level in Metropolis as like fucking buildings like it's fucking like nine eleven but with Kryptonians basically. Yeah, yeah, and you can see like the sequence like. Clearly, best sequence in the movie. This is oh, the best sequence in the fucking movie. It's, it works so well because it, yeah. you know, it's it gives you that you know kind of Kurosawa, you know, Seven Samurai. Like this is what this event is like for somebody that's watching it from this vantage point, kind of. Yeah, thing. and you can see the disdain in Bruce's eyes where he's like, "I can't fucking stand that." You know, this is happening with no regard for the life. You know, knowing from the audience standpoint that, like, yeah. Clark is definitely aware of the damage that's being caused and has massive regrets about it. So yeah, so all, and all of that sort of sets off this uh, kind of polarized society. Like there's anti-Superman sentiment because you know of all the damage that was caused during that. And Bruce is—he's already Batman at this point and has been for 20 years or something like that. I don't know what the word of God's supposed mid-career, to be on that. Mid-career yeah. Batman, basically. All already having seen a lot of shit. Except for some reason, like, it's weird because, like, they say he's been around for a long-ass time. But at the same time, like, I don't understand how he and Superman have never fucking crossed paths if, like, Bruce has been around and operating for that long. 
especially since they apparently like live across the fucking bay from each other. <laughs> yeah. Like that's like somebody in, like, well, it's always been like that, right? Like, have they been, Goth- no, I thought they were, well, Gotham's supposed to be like a Jersey kind of thing to metropolis is like New York. Now this university makes even less sense to me than it did before. So, <laughs> so, and then Superman becomes aware, you know, gets an assignment in Gotham city and goes over there and starts learning about the Batman for some fucking reason that he hasn't figured out the Batman exists till now. And he decides like, Oh, this guy's a vigilante operates outside the law. Like he needs to be stopped. But yeah. Decides like he wants to try and like write an expose or something like that. As a Superman fan, does like Clark being shitty at his job, and like Perry hating him, like does that jive with you? Uh, well, I mean, Clark being the you know having like moral imperative kind of thing to write stories that he feels are not just fucking puff pieces. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah, but like to, for him to just not do it, as opposed to just like super speeding his way through everything, <laughs> so that he's like the golden child. Like that just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, because like. I've seen the comics where he writes his stories in like three seconds in super speed and hands yeah. them into Perry and Perry's like, this is great. Kent, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know? So like this, I mean, this Superman's kind of dumb, really. <laughs> like he could be having his cake and eating it too at this point. If he just like, that's true. Put the effort in. <laughs> in the meantime, there's like the most fucking superfluous side plot of like, there being like Russian arms dealer. Who's basically the KG beast, but like a pretty shitty version of KG beast. He's like the worst version of KG Beast. That's been contracted by LexCore, you learn later on, uh, to do like these like illegal arms deals with incredibly advanced weaponry that Lex Luthor and his company have developed. Uh, let's see, there's Luthor finds a huge fucking chunk of kryptonite from the Zod and Superman battle, I guess from Zod's ship. Yeah, I think it's I think it's supposed from to be from the, from the Earth. Like the terraforming thing that was in the Indian, right, right, right. Indian Ocean on the other side of the planet. I watched Man of Steel again, also, and like I have not, I've not watched that in long, way too long. That movie's so much better. <laughs> it's, it makes sense. It's okay. Either way, not about Man of Steel. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's supposed to be the uh, the terraforming thing that was okay. on the other side of the planet from Metropolis. So. But yeah, so it's in like one of Lex's employees finds it in the ocean, but like there's a whole convoluted like thing where Lex Luthor is like super powerful, like entrepreneur or whatever, but can't figure out a way to get it into the country without like needing an import permit from the government. Yeah, that that was what baffled me. I'm like, why? This has to be all like, why is he doing this? Like, the only thing I can think in retrospect is that it's all part of his manipulation, right? Is that he could he probably could have done it on his own, but he needed he needed like Senator Finch's involvement in order to get all his machinations running. It's still like it. It's so his plot in this makes no fucking sense oh, whatsoever. It- it totally like, makes sense for me. This is totally a Luther-esque plot, like, you know, play both sides against the middle and so like convoluted and, and like and get like society to turn on the alien and everything and get okay. get Bruce and Clark at odds and everything. And it totally tracks for me as a as a Luther scheme. Well, not that it doesn't track for me as a Luther scheme, just like it's so needlessly complex. And also like there's certain parts of it like when he goes into the ship and starts doing stuff. What does he think he's going to accomplish there? Like, he has no, I don't know. It doesn't feel like he's the genius that I'm expecting him to be. It kind of feels like he's just randomly doing things. 
because he's got daddy issues, which is like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're always supposed to like Luther is, you know, one of, if not the most advanced intellect in the DC universe in like comics canon. Right. So you're supposed to just fucking like buy into the fact that he's like eight levels and eight steps ahead of everybody else. Kind of. Oh, am I supposed to buy that from Jesse Eisenberg's fucking performance in this movie? Oh, we'll talk about that. I'm sure. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Luther starts like trying to manipulate these like government officials into giving him access, basically giving him Zod's body and, uh, access to Zod's ship. Well, you skipped the part. You skipped the part where like he also is trying to set Superman up for killing some weird militia thing in Africa. But like Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. This is why I'm in like the whole, what is, this and the makes whole no sense. Stupid, and in the um And the bullets, like the, the special bullets or whatever. Yeah, the whole stupid fucking Jimmy Olsen is a CIA agent and is killed five minutes after we're introduced to him and fine yeah. whatever like yeah. this is like the, this is the most dour unlikable version of this universe like ever so i could have totally like, left out that entire fucking like arms race plot or whatever the or uh, illegal arms deal plot for sure yeah not even really sure what they were doing there and then like superman kills a guy like he puts a guy through two walls nah he could have like turned around and used his body as a shield sure Sure, that's what I saw on camera. <laughs> then, yeah, Bruce and Clark end up meeting in person at like this gala event that Lex Luthor is speaking at, and this is where we first see Gal Gadot playing like a undercover version of Wonder Woman, and Bruce is trying to steal data from Lex that ends up being like the data that he's uncovered about all of the various metahumans that have been popping up. So this is where we first get like our teasers for the rest of the Justice League, Flash and Aquaman and Cyborg. And I, for one, leave my server rooms unlocked when I have random people <laughs> at the house. Just yeah, especially when I'm a megalomaniacal Lex well, Luthor. Wasn't unlocked. Genius. He just there was just a cable that uh, a little yeah, it, it you know, just had a, an access, an open data port that he could just plug into. <laughs> also, it makes a lot of sense for you know Lex Luthor, supervillain. And yeah, there's like I, I like that meeting though, and like well, we'll talk about like good and bad shit later. Yeah, and so like the you Bruce and Clark meet, and like they you know you can clearly see the tension that they have towards each other's cities and their alter egos kind of thing, even though they don't know that they're, they're talking to that alter or they're talking to Batman and Superman. Well, you got, Clark um, starts to figure something out. Cause it like, it's implied he's hearing Bruce and Alfred's conversation throughout the scene. True. Cause he keeps eyeballing Bruce, like whatever Alfred says something to him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so, you know, something's up. So just follow him. What are you doing? You're a terrible investigative reporter. <laughs> Gal Gadot is actually steals the device that Bruce is trying to use to steal Lex's data with and drives off and is all badass. Bruce is like, uh, he ends up get, getting the drive back from Gal Gadot. Where? Oh, he goes to another party at a museum or something like that and finds her there. And they... And he she gives banter yeah they 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 banter and bruce gets the drive from her and then takes it home well takes it to the back cave and like de-encrypts it and then we get like this like prophetic dream sequence of like a world taken over by dark side and uh these like superman fucking shock troops and then like superman is clearly i guess under the thrall of dark side and the anti-life equation or whatever i mean none of this is spelled out it's only like just yeah. they just show you and 
Yep. You have to be like a hardcore DC fan to know that that's probably what's happening. Except the fact that Batman, for some reason, is psychic. <laughs> Has prophetic dreams. And is having like Buffy-esque prophetic dreams. Yeah. And he also like dreams uh, about, well, I guess we're supposed to believe it's dream that the Flash comes back in time to warn him about Superman turning evil or something. Yeah, is that a, is that a dream? Or is that... Well, I mean, it, it, they do show like Bruce like waking up uh, at the desk after it. Okay, so, yeah. I guess it's supposed to be a dream, but I'm sure at some point we're gonna probably see Barry actually do that and go back and maybe in Zack Snyder's Justice League cut. That's what. That's where. We'll... Yeah. Or in Flashpoint. I guess maybe Flashpoint. Yeah. I guess is Affleck back for that? I don't even. We don't even know what's going on anymore. No. This, this is like this is fun because this movie's like the seeds of a franchise. That are just never really going to happen the way any of this was intended to go happen. So there's like a lot of hints to stuff that was supposed to come that just like <laughs> it's, the dawn, it's the dawn of nothing. Yeah, the dawn of nothing. <laughs> Let's see. So in the when Bruce wakes up, he finds the drive. He he sees all the like information on the other superheroes on the drive. And then it also shows the picture of Wonder Woman, like in during World War One with Steve Trevor and uh, everybody else. <sighs> Where am I? That's a good question, because by this point in the movie, I'm completely fucking lost. So, <laughs> Oh, here's basically where we get to the point where Bruce is planning to steal the kryptonite so that he can uh, weaponize it against Superman, he does so. There's a big fucking car chase and shit like that with the Batmobile, and he ends up ultimately gets it. I guess he gets it after the fact because, like, it goes. Yeah, he goes back after because, like, Lex drives up on his motorcycle. Sure. Sure. There you go. That's a good one. (laughs) Yeah. And then Lex goes to the ship and. Oh, that's later. Oh, here's where the uh, Senate hearing happens. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah, where Superman gets called in front of the Senate, basically saying, like, you know, you can't just act unilaterally without, like, government sanctioning and international matters and stuff like that. And then this guy that Lex has been manipulating that is, like, super anti-Superman because he lost his legs in the Zod and Superman fight. He has a Lex Luthor-made wheelchair that has a bonus feature that it explodes whenever Lex Luthor wants it to. Yes. Also, this guy used to work for Bruce Wayne, right? Yes. Like he's working. Like he was at Wayne guy. Towers and like has been sending his like checks. Like I guess they're giving him disability checks yeah. from Wayne Enterprise, and he's been sending them back, saying that Bruce Wayne is blind. And like no real context is given for any of this kind of stuff. Just this guy's flipped his lid and. Yeah, he's turned into like conspiracy theorist and like blames yeah. them for all of his problems for like his marriage falling apart and shit and yeah. Which I mean, given reality now, tracks a lot better than it did in like <laughs> early 2016, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, Lex blows up this entire hearing, including the like, a bunch of senators and Clark didn't know, couldn't tell it was happening because the uh, wheelchair was lead lined. But like realistically speaking, I have a problem with that because. Anytime Superman like sees anything that's lead lined that shouldn't be lead lined, it would like stick out to him like a fucking sore thumb. Yep. You'd yeah. Yeah. Like there's something not fucking right here. There's no reason for this wheelchair to have. Yeah. This this Superman's very stupid. Like this is the dumb <laughs> Superman. I love Henry Cavill, but like this is the dumb Superman. He's got some. He's naive, definitely. Yeah. But, I mean, that's always that's always a bit of you know there are different writers that that play that up or down right you know uh, yeah fair. Na- naivete 
it's just for this world, this brutal, super cynical version of this universe, like the, like what we're inhabiting so far here, you'd think he'd be a little bit more paranoid given like his father was super paranoid and it took all that shit in Man of Steel to get him to come out as Superman and all that stuff. So like, yeah, you think he'd be a little bit more fucking cautious <laughs> about this kind of stuff? Well, then we don't oh. get to have like emo Superman on a mountain talking to his dead father. Oh, because he like goes he, he exiles himself because he failed in not detecting the bomb, but he doesn't know that it was because it wasn't leadlined or because it was the wheelchair was leadlined. Anyways, meanwhile, Batman gets the kryptonite for breaking into LexCorp. He makes like kryptonite grenades and a kryptonite spear and also makes like the Dark Knight Returns fucking like exo suit armor. Uh, as well which looks pretty fucking badass and luther goes into the ship and um starts well not not right at first but ultimately starts like turning zod's corpse into what will ultimately become what i am very hesitant to call doomsday let's see luther kidnaps lois and martha kent clark's mom and that's how he gets superman to come back to metropolis like out of his exile and then he's basically luther manipulates superman into saying like you have to kill batman or i'll kill your mother because kg beast has his mother sam this is another like one of these dumb superman things where i'm like you have super hearing super speed and supervision you can find her faster than this countdown goes. So there's no point going over there and killing Bruce. Light up Lex Luthor like a matchstick, because that's basically what he deserves at this point. And then go find your mom and kill all those other dudes, since you're just going to kill everybody anyway. Mm-hmm. But no, let's go have a fight, because it's yeah. he's going he's gonna to hit you with a sink. So while well, Superman goes to find Batman and, like, He's not going to, like, try and fight with them. He's going to, like, basically try to reason with them. But, like, Bruce has other fucking ideas. He thinks that Superman is this menace that needs to be taken down. So Bruce, like, initiates this fight. And That's true. And they duke it out in a pretty good, pretty solid fucking fight that I think is a very accurate depiction of how, a, you know, an actual fight with between Superman and, and Batman should go. Where, like, Superman's barely taking it seriously for the first 10 minutes. And the only way that, that Bruce can get Land a real is, hit yeah. is by, like, fighting dirty, basically. Is, is yeah. by taking every possible advantage that he can. And using, you know, the element of surprise and that kind of thing. So, yeah, he, the only way that Bruce can get any hits in is by, like, dosing, bat, or dosing Superman with these kryptonite grenades. And he does. And they have a pretty good fight. And then... Batman's about to kill Superman using the uh, kryptonite spear and the like most divisive scene in this movie happens where Clark is like pleading with Bruce to like, you know, help him save his mother, whose name is Martha, which actually happens to be the name of Bruce's dead mother as well. And then Bruce hesitates and then Lois comes in and like explains the situation and Bruce is like, wait a minute, maybe I was in the wrong. And yeah. Terrible. Just <laughs> terrible. <laughs> and then they decide, okay, let's team up and figure this shit out. And then by that point, yeah, so Batman goes and more or less saves. Yeah, he saves Clark's mother, Martha. saves yeah. Martha from KG Beast and kills so many fucking dudes in the process. Yeah. Oh, he like Just massacres wrecks. like 20 dudes. Yeah. <laughs> like 20 dudes. Yeah. And like none of them are getting up. Like the luckiest one of the bunch. 
is crippled for life. Yeah, like, absolutely. It's like, that's just like jelly for bones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like cottage cheese for fucking internal systems at this point. Most of these guys, like he kicks the one guy through a wall. I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. He like, he throws like dudes down multiple stories and shit like that. And like that one, he like rock bottoms the one guy, but it looks like he breaks his neck. While he's, I'm like, holy shit, man. Just like, <laughs> tone it down a little this looks it looks great it's all yeah. like arkham style like kind of stuff but like who boy is he brutal like brutal yeah. daredevil would blush daredevil would blush <laughs> yeah for sure this is like he's, this is like fucking bat lobo or some shit yeah he's like psycho batman <laughs> like it's fucking nuts this yeah. is not a batman i'm like super recognizing either it's like this is frank miller psychopath yeah batman yeah, like very much is and then superman confronts luther in the uh, inside ship and uh luther's like hey i made you a present and it's like the worst fucking version of doomsday you've ever seen in your entire life it looks more like a fucking cave troll from lord of the rings and it does like doomsday i mean that's completely valid considering this has the the worst version of Lex Luthor we're probably ever going to well, see ever. So like also the worst version of Superman and like as Batman's go like the look is good and I like Ben Affleck but he murders 900 people. <laughs> so like yeah. They really like making cinematic Batman just like a mass murderer all the time and then this is like the worst offender for it. Like Michael Keaton killed some dudes but that was like <laughs> you know whoopsie daisies, you know what I mean? Like oopsies. Say what you want about George Clooney, he didn't yeah. massacre anyone. <laughs> In the, in the cowl. Yeah. yeah. This Batman is like, yeah, he's not happy and he's taking it out on people. So yeah. I don't know. So there's this huge fucking like knockdown drag out fight between Bat or between Superman and Doomsday and Superman tries to like take him up into space and then the US government nukes him and it does nothing. Well, it only, it basically pisses off Doomsday and like makes him mutate into like I guess like his second evolution in terms of in Pokemon terms. <laughs> and uh, you would know better than I would. So <laughs> I don't know. It's no, it's no fucking version of doomsday that I recognize. Yeah. And Superman's left floating in orbit, like a, a husk decimated husk of a person until the sun comes around the earth and recharges them. And then he comes back and then uh, he and, Bruce and then Diana comes back for the first time as Wonder Woman and the three of them together all take on Doomsday and there's a big like you know round two knockdown drag out fight and at the end of it uh, Clark realizes the only way that he's going to kill Doomsday is with the kryptonite spear i what i like is that magically lois realizes this too even though she's nowhere near the fight and can't hear any of them talking and she goes to get it like she just realizes that she's like we need that spear, I guess, yeah. <laughs> and just goes to get it. And that's how Superman finds it because she, like, he's so tuned into what she's doing at all times, <laughs> like Super Stalker, that, like, her banging. Well, on no, the fucking she, thing. she goes and does that. Oh, no, I guess she does that. There's no, there's no reason for her to know that's what true. the fuck's going on. There's no reason for it at all. She just goes back for the that's spear. That's bad writing. I mean, this whole act is just oh, fuck. written terribly. The whole finale of this is such a disaster. Like, visually, it looks, it's just a mess. Yeah, it's ugly to look it, at it. But it, but it's written really bad. And yeah, it's written horribly. Yeah. At this point, like, is she with youth line should not be in the movie. It should have been a trailer line. Like, just. Use that oh, for the like trailer. That. Don't leave it in the movie. I That's like terrible. It. It's terrible, <laughs> Tim. It's terrible. <laughs> it's just like it's just CGI, red CGI lightning in a black background. It's a mess. Everything's yeah, I just, don't. Like, I don't know why. Ugly. 
I don't know why Doomsday is like an energy being that like feeds on power or whatever. It's but whatever. Awful. Awful. <laughs> also, Diana cuts off one of Doomsday's arms and it comes back as like a like bony spear or some shit. And so Clark flies at Doomsday with the spear, uh, Kryptonite spear, and like they both impale each other. Like Clark impales Doomsday on the spear and then fucking just Doomsday just like just wrecks Clark's entire chest cavity with like a fucking six inch thick like bone basically phrasing phrasing there's like a phrasing issue in here somewhere right <laughs> Where, like they're just ruining each other yeah. with giant spears i don't this is true clark dies apparently because that's the one thing i guess that he can't survive he can survive a nuke but not having a giant fucking spear shoved through his why didn't they just have wonder woman throw him into orbit and hope the sun would heal him again yeah yeah and yeah lois is sad because clark is dead and then there's sad funerals there's a funeral like in i guess washington is where the like state funeral is held and then there's also the uh, smallville funeral on the kent farm uh, that are you know edited against each other for effect and impact and what else then bruce goes and visits there's a weird cut here because like you're at the funeral and then like we go do bruce Bruce goes to intimidate Lex Luthor, which I know is supposed to be a cutaway. Yeah. Like I know it's supposed to be a cutaway, but then it awkwardly cuts back to the same scene in the middle of the funeral where Lois is like still by Clark's graveside. And and Bruce and Diana Bruce and Diana are off about to have a conversation, but they have this weird cutaway where Bruce or Bruce goes over and like editing. Yeah, it's a weird edit where he just like all of a sudden he's over in Arkham Asylum or he's in I guess in some jail and he's gonna send him to Arkham Asylum. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's (laughs) terrible. And Jesse Eisenberg's fucking abominable in this movie. Uh, and he's like, that's his worst scene. That. Oh, no, he's terrible. Terrible. <laughs> and yeah, Bruce goes and like menaces Luther in prison. Um, and Luther starts fucking just raving mad in the cell and shit like that at the end. Uh, and they shave off all his hair. And so now he like looks a little bit more like the Lex Luthor that everybody knows and hates. And then, yeah, we cut back to Bruce and Diana having like a conversation basically at like Clark's graveside saying like, you know, Bruce alludes to the fact that he's had these prophetic dreams of doomsday and apocalypse coming and that they need are going to need to like form a team. And so that's the, Dawn of Justice. Roll credits. Oh, and then Lois dirt throws floats. some dust. Yeah, Lo- Lois throws some dust, dirt on Clark's coffin, and it starts to levitate. And then that's how we know, or that's the tease that Clark isn't actually dead. Which I mean, anybody that's fucking read the Death of Superman story knows is happening. So, yep. The end. Yeah, yeah. That was three <laughs> hours. That was three hours. <laughs> All right. So uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been Dance Robot Dance, episode 220-something. I don't care anymore. I hate this movie. I wish it had never been made. It's just like a miserable three-hour experience where, like, some cool Batman stuff happens and, like, Gal Gadot shows up and looks really hot and everybody's miserable for the rest of the movie. Just miserable. This is not a movie that I go back and watch very often. Um, I actually, what was the last time you watched this? Because I think the last time I watched this was when we did that episode. It might have been. It's like, I fucking hate this movie. (laughs) So that being said, like, 
I was a defender of this movie when we did a commentary of it in 2016, and I am still a somewhat a defender of this movie. I, I maintain there's a lot of good components to this movie um, and that the ultimate cut is considerably better than the theatrical cut. I just wish it, it makes no sense. Like the plot's so convoluted. Like it's so all over the place. Like it's just a bad movie. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't come together. It doesn't coalesce. It's uneven, but I don't hate watching it because there's like <sighs> so many little parts here and there where I'm like, that's great. This oh, is really okay. this is really well done. That character moment is is well written or well acted or whatever. And then you know, I hate just... watching this movie, and I'm going to explain it to you, it to you in two words: <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg. He is <laughs> awful in this. Like I hate this manic Lex Luthor. It makes no sense that he's like this and able to do even operate in society. <laughs> Doesn't matter how much money he has. Everybody would be like, he's a fucking weirdo. He just Weinstein him because nobody wants if him around. Mark Zuckerberg can fucking function in society and and be like a, a multi-billionaire. But can then, he? He barely can, apparently. Well, then he but he's been just as successful as Lex is in this. <sighs> See, my problem is like they never sh- they never show me him being anything other than annoying. He's not really scientifically ahead of anybody else. He's just kind of doing shit and like cons his way into getting access to all this stuff, like the body and stuff. Mm. And then there's that weird, awkward, I'm going to put the candy in your mouth like a fucking weird <laughs> sociopath creeper. That's, well, that's disgusting. I mean, I hate it. He's annoying. Like, there's nobody... The problem is nobody would take him seriously. Like, if you're Bruce Wayne and this guy walks up to you and he's all fucking flailing at you like this, you'd just be like, fuck this. I'm out of here. I'm Bruce Wayne, man. Like, I am Bruce fucking Wayne. I have better things to do than deal with flailing emo boy. Get a haircut and then fucking we'll meet, you know? I hate you. I hate it. We live in a world where people take people like Mark Zuckerberg and Jeff Bezos and fucking Elon Musk seriously, and I know. as like as I know. On, as entrepreneurs, as businessmen, and that's what the, exactly what this take is. I find this to be a reasonable millennial take on Lex Luthor, modeled after those fucking insufferable Silicon Valley CEOs. Like it's it's exactly what you said. It's it's soci- sociopathy heralded as entrepreneurial genius. Air quotes. Oh. I hate him. I hate him. I hate it. And I hate his character. And I hate Jesse Eisenberg now because of this movie. I, I, I mean, I, I hate I hate the character, but I think it's a perfectly reasonable, you know, 20, you know, the, the 2010s take on Lex Luthor. See, I just I don't find him intimidating at all. And he's supposed to be a supervillain that I'm supposed to at least be like reasonably intimidated by. I mean, I guess Lex is never Gene Hackman. I guess not. But like I want Clancy Brown, Lex Luthor. You know what I mean? Like I want classy, like evil kind of Lex Luthor, not flailing, goofy Jim Carrey version. I don't think that super arch Lex Luthor plays in live action the way that that you think it might. I don't know. This doesn't play for me. And like, this makes me like want to never see any of these movies ever again. <laughs> like, like I'll never, like I'm never watching this movie ever again. Like I hated that. Like, that's the problem I have is that like, I hate this performance so much that I'm just like, it, it takes me right out of the movie. It's definitely divisive. You know, there's, there's people that, that are like saying that, you know, that are in your boat that say eyes and Lex is fucking horrible. Let it like rot in hell and fuck, yeah. fuck everybody that had anything to do with it. And then there's people uh, that yep. are like, Yep, this totally works. That makes sense. I'm there for it, and we fall down on different sides of it. I'd rather Jared Leto Joker than this. Like, 
honest to God, I think that's a better, that's a better fucking take than this. Cause at least like that tracks as the Joker. I mean, it's a shitty Joker, but like I've seen shittier in the comics over the years, but like, this is the worst Lex Luthor ever. Like just the worst Lex Luthor. Like maybe the Silver Age shit where he's like a super fucking like mad scientist and, and like it's crazy. And his purple and green get up. And the purple and green suits and shit. Like like that stuff's goofy, but like this like I hate this Lex Luthor. I can't take it. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it'd be better. Like I just wish the plot made more sense. Like if he had like a direct nice line where like I could understand what his fucking like See, what the through line is. Yeah. Like take all the Senate shit out. All the Senate shit needs I, to go. And all the, like, trying to frame Superman stuff needs to go. Just let him be, like, crazy scientist who has access to Zod's body. That's enough of a threat, like, without any of the other stuff. And you've already got Bruce going after Superman. You don't even need Lex being involved with that. They're already ready to fight each other because Bruce is a psychopath in this movie. It's totally out of character. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. I mean, that kind of makes... It depends on the the comic book version you're drawing from. And obviously, this is drawing very very heavily from Dark Knight Returns in that that universe, which, yeah, that, you know, if that's the Superman... I mean, right down to the fact that there's that fucking, like, homage shot in the final battle of Bruce and, you know, with the lightning behind him and everything yeah which is a direct fucking takeoff of one of those covers yeah yeah it's like i mean like the bruce stuff like the batman stuff's the best part of this movie by a country mile like affleck fantastic yeah. jeremy irons the best fucking yeah, alfred I love, like he's I love snarky as shit alfred, yeah, for sure he's so he saves like this watching experience is saved by jeremy irons drunkenly giving Bruce shit at all times. And I'm like, I'm all here for it. I'm fine. <laughs> fine. Oh, I got to tolerate that Jesse Eisenberg horse shit, even more of it in the uncut version. Oh my God. He's in every scene. The, the Jeremy Irons stuff was like a bomb on my soul at that point. <laughs> so I don't know. Just, just disjointed, messy, ugly movie. It doesn't even have like, that's my other problem too. Like usually like Zack Snyder movies, I find to be like are fairly good looking movies. I don't think this is a particularly good looking movie compared to like even Man of Steel is a better looking movie than this one. This is all like close ups and quick cuts. And I think it has lots some, of, it's totally dark and it has yeah. some great shots, but it, yeah, there's some that just don't hold together. It, yeah. And that's just it. That's the whole fucking thing. It's uneven. Like there's some parts that are written really well, like the the Batman stuff and like his motivation, you know, in terms of not trusting Superman and shit like that. And then there's like the whole like fucking convoluted like all this Lex Luthor nonsense. Well, like all, all the all the like Luther core fucking military, you know, manufacturing arms and selling them to uh, third world countries and, and yeah. terrorists and shit like that. It's just fucking goes nowhere and it makes no fucking like it, it's totally superfluous and could be excised from the movie entirely i i think i still like the senate stuff because i like that mccarthyism kind of idea where you know you, you it's like somebody's trying to be altruistic and do the right thing and then it gets misinterpreted and shit i guess but it's so ham-handed here like it doesn't really like track that way at all because it all, it all just feels like less luther's horseshits all entangled with it so you're like what what is are they are they here to actually question superman or is this all just set up or what is going on mm. it's it's never super clear like if that was a, like a, a secondary thing where you're just cutting away to news items but like do we trust the superman fine but like making it part of lex's plot is just like it's a lot you know like this is a lot but i like i'm with you on the casting i i love 
uh, Affleck as Batman. I think you know there's you can tone it down a couple levels. I love Jeremy Irons. Alfred Cavill makes a great Superman and Clark and fucking Thirst Trap and Affleck too. Like that whole fucking training sequence uh, where he's oh yeah he's to, shredded like which, shredded like, out. Makes no fucking difference because he's in a goddamn exosuit. Like you can fucking hit a tire with a fucking sledgehammer all you want it's not gonna make a lick of difference when you're going up against a man that can fucking move a mountain yeah like, <laughs> well i mean like it's just like i think that's supposed to be just his regular everyday training like that's how he yeah. he stays ripped to beat up the scum of gotham i feel like did just get fucking massively ripped he was movie. huge for this movie yeah and like i like like the suits and stuff look okay i don't i don't overly love this bat suit like it's back to that no neck neck head can't turn kind of look that yeah. always irks me but fine gal gadot yeah i love this i love this as an introduction to wonder woman it it functions well as that like you know kicking all kinds of ass i like seeing the especially her fighting alongside clark uh is really good uh, even though it's against a shitty fucking villain yeah i mean the first like three times you see her she could be selena kyle as she's slinking around too so like yeah it kind of plays that way too which i liked uh i remember the first time i saw it i was like oh Oh, that's right. If they hadn't advertised her as Wonder Woman all over the place, you yeah. could almost be like, oh, is this a, a Selena Kyle shout out? Like, are we doing Catwoman? And this is yeah. Catwoman? Because, like, I want to see her in a cat suit. Sure. <laughs> sure. I still, to this day, I like Lawrence Fishburne as Perry White. I I was actually, I had problems with him this time because I'm like, he, like, hates Clark in this continuity. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. Like, he never comes down from Eleven in any of his scenes that's perry in the comics though right like there have been some of the ways he's he's super subdued i'm like i watched man of steel and he's pretty even keeled in man of steel and then this one he's just like always shouting like everything he's shouting at everybody all the time in this one and i'm like i guess that's a choice but like it doesn't make me like him anymore yeah i guess i don't know i like i love Lawrence fishburne but just this like he's like just screaming all the time in this movie and i'm like okay (laughs) this is a lot yeah this is a lot but like, just generally, I I like or I like uh, Affleck and Cavill's performances for the most part. Like the intensity that that Affleck goes after with Bruce is spot on for me. Like it plays it it's a level above like the obsessive Bail Bat. Yeah, but you know this might be where Bail Bat would get to ten years down the road or whatever kind of thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah, well, I like see my. Uh, I find Cavill pretty wooden in this one. Like he he's not given a lot to do, and it's mostly just mope around when he is given stuff to do. And I feel kind of bad for him. This yeah. is one of those ones where I'm like, even in the Ultimate Edition, which gives you a little bit more Superman, this like for even Billing, not yeah. really. Like he's really pushed to the side in this, and he doesn't look super happy about it in some scenes. But like, yeah. I mean, he looks like just make another Superman movie. And let him not be a mopey prick. Yeah, just because he looks perfect. Like he looks awesome in the suit. He's when he is a likable Superman. They let him be a likable Superman. He's a perfectly likable Superman. Yeah. So like, just let him do that. Like he's so charismatic naturally that I'm like, I want to watch him just be Superman. Can we just do that? As opposed to, I don't want to see him get hit in the fucking head with a sink by Batman. You know, like <laughs> who thought that was a good idea? He gets hit in the head like they're in a urinal. And he hits him in the head with a toilet. <laughs> and I'm like, this is what we're doing. All right. I guess I like, like, I'd like seeing the two of them go off each other though. Like it, it both 
you know, verbally and and uh, and in in the See, fight. Like, but I liked it better in the cartoon. The cartoon was more entertaining. Like, they had better banter in the cartoon. Remember, we watched the cartoon like three weeks ago. Yeah, the world's finest. That has better Batman Superman banter than this does. Like that's a better story than this is, and it's a yeah. more fun crossover. And the characters, Batman doesn't massacre three hundred people <laughs> in that True. either. True, you know, like they probably save some lives in that. Like nobody saves anybody's life except for Bruce saving his girlfriend, or not Bruce, uh, Clark, Clark saving his girlfriend, and then Bruce saving, yeah, I guess, yeah. saving his mom, saving <laughs> Superman's mom. The only people who get saved are Lois and Martha in this movie. Everybody else dies horribly. <laughs> You're not wrong. Like, it's not really what superheroes are about to be. Even the Spider-Man movies, like, they, Spider-Man saves motherfuckers as he's doing shit. You know what I mean? I guess they I save know. a lot of people because, like, by stopping Doomsday. Because, like, Doomsday would have just fucked some shit up. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, they do. I mean, they, yes, they do. But, like, I mean, at that point... I don't know. They already trashed half the city, or yeah. at least the south half of the city. I don't know. I know it's abandoned because they make they make a lot of points in this movie where they make mention of the fact that where they're fighting is abandoned. There's nobody there, yeah. so they can get away from what happened to Man of Steel, <laughs> Man of Steel. Yeah. where they cut down like all the fucking all skyscrapers. Guys, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in a 10 million person population. Yeah, that shot where you see uh, where you see um, Zod's ship, just like carving through like yeah. six or seven fucking huge skyscrapers is so rough yeah i hate it i hate this movie <laughs> I hate it. and going back to that like i that works really well in terms of bruce's motivation and i think that that's one of the things that this movie does really well is you know showing like what are basically demigods just destroying in terms of you know bruce's standpoint and and pov just like destroying metropolis killing thousands while they like fight in the skies completely oblivious you know as far as he knows to what's happening below them and like you know he and all everybody else all the other like just you know everyday citizens are just forced to watch from the streets and buildings like well fucking these like gods fight over top of them like that works for me in terms of generating that resentment between bruce and superman and then it translates to when clark and bruce meet in the museum or whatever fucking like fundraiser gala whatever that is yeah what is that is that just like lex throwing a thing where because he's speechifying in the background the whole time yeah. and it makes me cringe you can hear it in the surround sound speakers and i can just hear his voice going off and i'm like oh can we <laughs> fast forward through this this is terrible his speech is pretty like fucking yeah pretty uh, all over the place pretty, and annoying annoying and it's supposed to be and uh, you know, they get, they make it work but yeah like just you know that's something that then spider-man homecoming would pick up on is like the broader consequences of massive superpowered battles you know yeah. like you know and where and now we've got in the sony well i guess mcu where like society has lost faith in super in spider-man and he's like a criminal now and shit like that so I like those types of stories that explore those kinds of issues for sure. And I think that overall the writing in Snyder does a decent job of showing, of giving you both of those viewpoints and not necessarily saying that one is wrong and one is right. You know, like that Bruce has his issues with Clark acting or with Superman acting unilaterally and like destroying property and causing damage and Clark having issues with Superman or with Batman, you know, acting as a vigilante and, 
fucking just killing dudes apparently which is what he does there like they're both murdering people so at this point it's like pot calling the kettle black like yeah i mean i don't know man it's debatable i i still don't think that this is a i mean you know they made such a big deal in man of steel about clark or about superman killing zod right yeah like he, he, he did that because he absolutely had to he had no other choice yeah well, that one I don't have a problem with because like he has to kill Zod. That's part of the story. Like mm-hmm. Zod shows up, he has to die. That makes sense to me. My problem is like the fucking the warlord in in Africa that he puts through a wall. Like that guy's yeah. dead. It's with super speed. He's dead. Yeah, I you know Clark. He doesn't turn around fast enough. Like he can't turn around. It just doesn't. He's dead. It's super he speed. Wall, he's dead. It's super speed. I don't know. Turn around. I don't know, man. Shield the warlord with his body. I think you're looking at this through most tinted glasses <laughs> and are trying to explain it away. When like he just murders a man on camera and then like he goes and gets pissy at Batman, who's also like I don't I, I'm not agreeing with either of their tactics here. I'm not saying this is a good way for either of these characters to be portrayed because it's not. Where they're both fucking sociopaths and murder people just <laughs> willy nilly. Yeah. Clark's no more innocent than Bruce at this point. Well, I mean, he's a little bit more innocent because he's not out there branding motherfuckers who then get yeah. murdered in prison. That's one of those plot threads that, like never really pays off for me. Because I'm like, why does him branding them get them more dead in yeah, prison? That, like, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. So, like, okay, he's just really angry. I mean, I guess that you. Oh, it's Batman who's really angry. I'm like, so just beat them up more. Like, don't. <laughs> brand them that's not a batman thing to do yeah beat them up more is a batman thing to do you know what i mean (laughs) break (laughs) another two or three bones that's what make sure he can never walk you know that's fine (laughs) that's how batman operates it is branding (laughs) shit i don't know what is he venom like it's like weird like (laughs) i don't know but generally like you said earlier that the big fight between clark and bruce works for me you know they they make it work. They you know the steps and stuff. They that's take, the best part of the movie because it's just schlock at that point where they're just hitting each other with shit. Yeah, well, I mean it works. You know Clark coming into it overly confident, thing like this is just a fucking dude in some armor and a fuck you know it's a crazy dude in a fucking bat suit and underestimating Bruce and that's the only reason that that's and that's the issue is that this can only fucking work once. Bruce yeah. you know doesn't have another. You know, Bruce knows that he has one chance to take down Superman, and yeah. it's this one. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, Bruce fighting dirty to but get now he's the got edge Wonder Woman, and... so you never know. Like she could take him down, probably. It's true with the with the lasso and stuff. Yeah. Now, now Bruce has got another way to do it. Yeah. So well, that's I'm, I I don't think this Wonder Woman, especially, I don't think is ever going to be a pawn for Bruce Wayne. I don't know, man. She was into it. I saw Justice League. I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> but and I will say that Bruce hesitating when Clark says Martha, and I've said I said this back when this movie first came out. It fucking works for me. It's the humanizing moment that Bruce needs to realize that you know, brings the idea into Bruce's head that uh, Superman is a man, not a god. You know that he has parents that he cares about, that he has loved ones and family that he cares about, and. I mean, it's fucking canon that but their mothers have the same fucking name, so... It's still dumb, and it's still just a weird, terrible spot in a weird, terrible movie. So, like, you can have it. I'll give it to you, because I don't care. Because <laughs> I hate it. I think it's stupid. And but then, 
the last the last thing I'll say that that works for me. There is definitely you know you you already pointed out some fucking editing jank, and there is definitely editing jank in this. Movie. The one thing that does work for me in general is them playing the two funerals against each other, like the down home Smallville Kansas funeral against like the big military state funeral for you know basically like a national hero being lost kind of thing. Yeah. That scene has impact for me. And it's partially because I really like the way that they tell the whole, the funeral for a friend storyline in the, in the comics back in like 93 or whatever, when that story originally came out and it definitely hits some of those same, those same notes there. So yeah, but I had, I do have gripes. Oh, Oh, we were do- I was doing gripes the whole time. I know so you we were. Can, <laughs> we can just go. We can go into your gripes. So I'm going to agree with everything, and then add more shit, and then complain about Jesse Eisenberg some more. Because the, the, I mean, the whole third act me. plot is is terrible. Oh my god! And as someone like the as someone that has a fucking like Death of Superman tattoo, that like that is the storyline that got me into comics. This is absolutely fucking terrible version of Doomsday. And the the whole it's a terrible adaptation of the death of Superman story in general. And if this is the only live action adaptation I get to see of Death of Superman, I'm going to like I will not die happy. <laughs> well, I hate to break it to you, but <laughs> like they just there's so many amazing cinematic shots in those comics. Yeah that they entirely missed the opportunity to do those in a live action setting. Like those great shots of that they could have done during man of steel of uh, doomsday punching his way out of the cell kind of thing. You know, the whole like doomsday is coming, doomsday is coming and just, you know, gradually working his way through like the mummy suit or whatever he was in and like taking down the entire justice league with one hand tied behind his back. Like that's the sort of thing that, really builds up that threat for you and says like holy fuck like okay i believe this guy can take down fucking superman yeah but then it's like meta commentary more on like the dceu as a whole that like they couldn't fucking wait to blow their wad on killing superman yeah it's true they were playing catch up and they they yeah. should have they should yeah. have just pace things the way that the the MC, well maybe not exactly the way the mcu did but like taking a page from that for sure rather than yeah. like let's do two movies and then justice league yeah because like this is a horrible mishmash to me of like lots of frank miller dark knight Returns stuff that never really pays off except for him being really aggressive and then kind of becoming a better person at the end of it because of superman although they never really have a conversation about it they just kind of stop fighting because their mom's named the same thing and now <laughs> bruce is a better person because of it so it's like all right cool i guess fine we're, we're doing that but yeah, there's just so much that like you you wasting so much material in this mishmash of a movie that like would be better suited to be its own thing in yeah. different spots. Death of Superman, yeah. you know, Superman meeting Lex Luthor for the first time, Batman meeting Lex Luthor for the first time, all should be way more interesting than they are here. Wonder Woman, that's like she's like like eighth string in a she has ten minutes in a three hour movie. And that's yeah. how you're introducing Wonder Woman to this universe. Like, that's. Ugh. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did that to some extent in some of the Marvel movies, right? Where yeah. They like, yeah, but hey, here's, like this, here's this character. Here's, this here's Black Widow. You know what I mean? Like, that's Black Widow and Hawkeye. Yeah. They introduced like secondarily in those early movies, right? And then like you get more of them later. Eventually, yeah. yeah. 
eventually yeah but you get to know them better by that point also right like you see them in a couple movies before we get to avengers or we get to avengers and we're like oh okay so now we get to know them also like they get to be well not hawkeye because brainwashed and disappeared but you know (laughs) we'll do the marvel movies again at some point probably because like the fuck else are we doing at this point you know so (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know what else like there's just some stuff that's just like definitely like snyder wank like I don't mind this retelling of the uh, Wayne murders overall, but like fucking Joe chill getting the slide of his gun up under oh, it's uh, Martha just, Wayne's pearls it's too like, much. just for like a like fucking jerk off 3d shot. Uh, and then like the <sighs> necklace snaps when he fires it. Like just why, why? I don't know. Like, it's just so bad. it's like, well, like I said at the beginning, like that's the only note I wrote when I was like, the, cause it takes for that's a fucking long intro because it's the whole opening credits is like them yeah. dying right and it's like this is going on for like eight minutes mm-hmm. like what the fuck it's so melodramatic and we just fucking saw it with with uh yeah we just saw it in the nolan movie yeah. man like i know how batman became batman like you don't have to put batman in a movie this is why i like the spider-man now right like sp- like the yeah. the marvel waves doing handling spider-man where it's just like no nah, he's just here man like we know he's got everybody knows shit. where he came from yeah, he's just Spider-Man. You know, it's fine. He doesn't have to fucking... We don't have to do this again. We don't have to do this every time. We know how Batman... Locky fucking radioactive spider a bit of... Yeah, him. like, we don't have to do any of this again. And, like, that's great. And, like, I wish they'd done that here, where they were just like, all right, he's just Batman, and it's fine. And they kind of do, but they also want to have their cake and still show you the flashback, right? And, like, show you the dream sequence. It's like, well, you can't... I don't know have him be Batman for like 25 years and then still get your fucking rocks off and get like the origin in. Like, I don't need to see it. Oh. Yeah. I hate this movie so fucking much. Like just, <laughs> and the other, like, I just wish that they'd left out all of the fucking desert storm bullshit, like the Superman <laughs> desert storm sequence. And then Why? like the whole Batman fury road, like apocalypse. Fucking oh, I thing. hate it. I like, hate it. Where I, I, I get it. They're trying to fucking foreshadow like dark side and everything. I totally forgotten that fucking uh, Steppenwolf was in this. He's only in the uh, ultimate edition. Like yeah. that's not, a, that wasn't the theatrical. Kind. I know. That I remember specifically. So I was like, I don't remember this. Yeah. Yeah. But he's yeah. just there. And it's also like, it looks like it's the Zack Snyder version of him too. Right. Like it's not the version that was in justice league. It's the one that's going to be in the new justice league. Is it not like, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, it looks terrible. <laughs> and it makes no sense like why is he like fuck i like why is he none of this makes sense tim taking, none of this makes sense that's taking, the whole problem like, with this movie like mother boxes out of zod ship or whatever like yeah like yeah. what is what do the kryptonians have to do with you already fucking like, teased dark side in this stupid fucking dream sequence with fucking psychic superman, batman superman stormtroopers fucking like kills me i hate that so much I hate all of this, and I think I've made that abundantly clear, but, like, I hate that, too. So, yeah. And then I guess it says a lot about Lois Lane that we've hardly fucking talked about her, because, like, Amy Adams is just fine. Like, she's she's not she's She not looks great. so bored in this movie. She's, Every scene, she looks like she'd rather be somewhere else. She's not terrible. She's just okay. No, she's just fine. She's just there. But there's like scenes where she's across from Jesse Eisberg where you can see her eyes like, get me the fuck off this set already. Like, I want to be done with this. This sucks. Like, I'm not a character. I'm just here because I they luckily cast me as Lois Lane in the last movie somehow. 
Yeah. So now I got to do this again. You know, like I hate it's it. Been a, it's been a while since I've seen Man of Steel, but I remember her being a lot better in Man of Steel. She's a lot more fun in Man of Steel. Yeah. She got, she's well, cause they let her have a character. Like she's barely in this movie. The only thing she does is get naked and get jumped on and then like kidnapped four times. And like, and naked, but like there are definitely times where you can tell like, oh, you totally should have seen her nipples, but like she's wearing pasties or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I saw it in 4K. I was I was looking yeah. like I'm not going to lie. She's pretty girl. So I was like, all right, I'm well, on board. Like, like, OK, you're going to make the water real cloudy or whatever. But like, yeah, at least like get, just give her a fucking bubble bath. Like, that's the way to do that is not to like, yeah. make the water cloudy. And then like her tip comes out of the water, but you still don't fucking see yeah. anything. Like, and I'm not uh, saying, you know, like that I <laughs> have any right to see Amy Adams boobs but i'm pretty sure you can you can just i'm sure she's done a nude scene somewhere (laughs) but like it's just not was she not not the way topless in in that like american vice or something like that i'm sure she was with the christian bale oh yeah pretty sure she was topless in that either way it doesn't matter it's It's he's a terrible tenant he like he floods the apartment (laughs) (laughs) like superman's a bum fucking tenant and a shitty reporter he doesn't even do the job he's being given like (laughs) fuck a duck man I hate this movie, man. I hate it. <laughs> like, it's just terrible. Fuck. I don't even remember if I was this down on it when we watched it originally. For I was just like, oh, I'll, be, I'll be nice because like I'm, I'm humoring everybody at this point because I don't want to start like a big fight where I'm like, you know what, this movie fucking sucked, <laughs> and all y'all are idiots. I think that's you probably were what I was preoccupied thinking. with, like fucking with Christy and shit like that. Uh, yeah, well, also because I fucking hate the movie, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sitting there watching it. I'm like, I know I don't like this movie, so I need to entertain myself somehow while I'm sitting here for three hours listening to eight other people ramble about it. I think this was the first that the time that we did that commentary was the first time I'd seen the ultimate cut as well. Yeah, that was definitely. Was, I think it might be the only time I've seen the ultimate cut. So, like, yes, yeah. there was that for sure. Because I saw it, we, we, Eric and I saw it in theaters originally, mm-hmm. and it's probably like that movie was kind of what spurred us doing the podcast, if I'm not mistaken. Because like we'd seen it and had things to say. We were talking about it because I was fuck i was irate <laughs> i think the first time i saw it i was like what what is this shit we just saw civil war like three weeks ago that movie like tracks from beginning to end and it's awesome this is a nightmare of shit that none of it makes sense and i hate superman kind of <laughs> like what's going on i definitely hate alex luther so there you go <laughs> yeah no, i wasn't on board for the jesse eisenberg stuff like early on but anyway all right I got nothing else. I could just bitch about this movie all fucking night. This is terrible. Like, just what a garbage pile. So do you want to like wrap so this like, up with like a review? Nine, nine, like nine out of ten for you then? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you betcha. What What's your actual rating? My actual rating on this is three out of ten. Oof. This is garbage. This is fucking garbage. This is terrible. This is actually like I legit would have rather watched Batman and Robin again. I can't believe I'm saying that out loud. But like, you fuck. You gave Batman is... and Robin like zero out of ten. Did I? I? I doubt it. Well, okay, fine. This gets zero out of ten. Then. <laughs> Fuck this movie. I don't care. This gets zero out of ten because of Jesse Eisenberg. I hate him. I hate him in this, and I hate him. Period. I'll never watch him in another movie ever again. I don't give a shit what it is anymore. <laughs> I'm done. No more Jesse Eisenberg for me. What else is he in? He did like he's Zombieland, right? Is that him? Yeah, he was in uh, Social Network. Oh uh, yeah, he, yeah, but he uh, plays Mark. Yeah, that, and that's doing... probably why he fucking got cast as Luke yeah. this. They just yeah. said like, they just like brought him in and said like, yeah, just do your fucking Zuckerberg, but like make him a little like less robotic. 
Yeah, make him more manic because he is a little bit more manic. I, like I don't like I didn't hate him in Social Network. I didn't like. I like the character of him in Zombieland because he's constantly getting beat up by Woody Harrelson. I guess is yeah. that how that movie works? It's like he's. Know, it's been so long. I didn't even see the sequel, and I like I liked Zombieland, but the sequel just seemed like superfluous to me. I was like, I have no interest in seeing this whatsoever. Yeah, I haven't seen Double Tap yet. Yeah, that's what I mean. Double Tap. Either way, yeah. So this fine. This movie, I I'll give it one out of ten. Uh, I I think I probably I think I gave this an eight out of ten when we sat down and did a commentary on it fucking four years ago. Going back and rewatching it, it's probably like the anniversary of that of that episode. Is this <laughs> two now? I don't even know. Like, no, because that would have been like August or September or something like that. Because it was only like our eighth episode. Yeah, it was early on in the run. So. Going back at this point and rewatching, it doesn't hold up quite as well. But I still think that there, it yes, it has some major issues, but there's still plenty of good in this movie. So I'm going to revise my rating down just one point and give it a seven out of ten. You're so fucking soft. Just, <laughs> I mean, I'm also a fanboy, right? You know, I guess my yeah. fucking world. So, I don't know. I like this. This movie frustrates me the way being a Star Trek fan right now frustrates me. So I'm just like, <laughs> I hate it. And it's like, especially going back and rewatching it now, where you can see like the wheels had completely fallen off the DCU in the interim. You know what I mean? Like all this shit they promised us is just never going to happen. We got the butchered version of justice league. You know what I mean? Oh, like we're going to get the real version of, justice uh, league. yeah, we're going to get that fucking piece of shit at some point. Like I, I'm not looking for like having rewatched this. I'm even less excited for that. What if that totally pays off everything that this teased? Then honestly, that's going to be like what fucking Mandalorian has been doing for the Star Wars movies over the yeah. last like cut little while where I'm like, I don't hate this as much anymore. <laughs> like because Filoni's backfilling the plot of, yeah. you know what I mean? Rise of Skywalker or whatever. I'm like, oh, it makes me I'm never going to watch it again, but it makes me hate Rise of Skywalker <laughs> like uh, one half of a percent less than I did <laughs> because the Mandalorian is backfilling all this stuff. Interestingly, I guess. Uh-oh. <laughs> so that's kind of the same thing where it's like. It's just funny, though. I don't know. Like, looking back at it and just being like, wow, they were trying to do so much so fast. And, like, yeah, it's yeah. just a catastrophic, just, like, it just spun out and, like, petered out kind of, you know, really weird way. Where you got, like, yeah, the weird Justice League movie. And then, like, Aquaman doesn't really tie together with this. And Wonder Woman's its own thing completely. And, like, we were promised Cyborg and Flash movies that are just never going to happen now. Or, like, <laughs> we're, like, Flashpoint, they're still talking about it. Like, are they shooting it? Or are they still just talking I don't, about it? I don't think they're... I don't think it's in production yet. Yeah, so, like, there's all this stuff they've told us that's going to happen in that movie that, like, we never may see. Like, okay, like... We need to go, like, well, maybe next in, like, six months or something like that, we'll go back and do this same idea with the Superman movies, because that'll give us an excuse to talk about Man of Steel. Yeah, fair. Okay. That's, oh, God. I don't, oh, and no, you can Superman. watch Superman 3 and 4. Superman 3 and 4. Fuck <laughs> my life. And Superman see, Returns. What I like, see, at least those movies have Christopher Reeve the whole way through. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he holds those movies together a lot for me probably and i don't know i haven't seen like three and four in a long time because like i've never dared and at to, least like, three has richard pryor yeah but like really neutered richard pryor so like we'll <laughs> see how that holds up but i mean annette o'toole's in that movie too is <laughs> like that's that weird one where she's lana lang or whatever yeah yeah i mean yeah we yeah if you want to do the superman movies i guess i mean i'll watch the first two 
how do you do that now? Because you got like the Donner cut of the second one and stuff too. Like I'd be watching a bunch of random it have cuts. To be the Donner cut, yeah, yeah. But that's I don't know, man. Because like it has a weird it has it has the Superman one ending on it. We're still recording a podcast right now. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll talk about it. All right, we'll okay. figure it out. All right, let's. Uh, oh God, this movie. Fuck. I'm glad this is done. I don't, like, <sighs> I'm glad that I made you go back and do this. I hate this. Like I hated it. Like it was so. I was watching it last night, and I was just like, I was furious with you. I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing this podcast anymore. The podcast is over. Fuck Tim. Fuck all of it. I can't. Fu- I'm, I hate this fucking movie. As soon as Jesse Eisenberg showed up, I was like, Oh no. Oh no. Today. I was. Like, I thought I was having a heart attack. I was so stoned last night. I thought my heart was going to stop from how much weed was in my system yesterday. And I sure still that was like, just like rage at Jesse Eisenberg. Could have been both. Or only dose, my friend. <laughs> Why not both? It probably was both. He probably showed up and my blood pressure like shot up 100 points because I fucking hate him. Hate him. Anyway, let's do Geek Cred because like we kind of ruined Geek Cred for me because we already talked about The Mandalorian because yeah. it's just the best. That's just, fine. Mandalorian season two. I just know, watched I know everybody's everyone's not already watching. Yeah, it. like who's not? But like, it's just as good as season one, maybe better. And now, like, as somebody that has watched all of the other, like, all the animated series, they've been yeah, I was gonna like, say this must be really like jerking you off with all the cartoon is. shit, yep. eh? Like, yeah, you must be really enjoying this shit because yep. with with the characters that they're bringing in now, and especially in these last couple of weeks, it's bringing in some great star wars lore so i mean for whatever reason the only thing i can say you know i know that there are probably some people out there that have been like sleeping on it and being like oh like i'll just get disney plus like later and binge it and binge it or whatever but like valid so much yeah but there's so much shit out there that you're gonna end up getting spoiled so really just fucking just get disney plus for like two months and watch it just do it uh yeah i mean like i'm not disagreeing with you because i have disney plus and i'm watching it week to week like i get i'm excited to watch it which yeah in my in like the way the world is right now that's saying something for me to be like "Ooh, it's friday i get to watch mandalorian because that's about the only thing that i look forward to in a given week <laughs> these days yeah. is like oh look man like i don't know what i'm gonna do with this fucking shit's done because i'm gonna lose star trek and mandalorian within like a couple weeks of each other Woo. I'm going to go crazy over Christmas either way. <laughs> so yeah, definitely like watch Mandalorian on the same boat. Like that's, yeah, I'm recommending that too. Like, especially with the star Trek being so mediocre. I'm so happy that Mandalorians, except it feels weird praising star Wars this much, but like, <laughs> it's so good, man. Like they just Filoni and Favs just like understand yep. shit, you know, like how to do things nicely. Yeah. So and fucking like, apollo creed directed episode those fucking yeah oh man it was fantastic yeah uh even though like the one that um bryce dallas howard directed the week before that was fucking awesome too like just steady hands behind the camera yeah make like smooth work you know like you could tell the people directing these episodes are like good at what they do because everything just comes together so nicely yeah and just people that like you never would have guessed like would have been this fucking competent yeah Yeah, at at fucking like directing like a hardcore sci-fi fucking western movie like you know if i i never would have said like oh man yeah bryce dallas howard that totally fucking makes sense for directing like mandalorian episode i guess she hung out with on her dad's sets a lot just like understands filmmaking because of her dad and And, like like, carl weathers yeah definitely let him fucking direct it 
episode. Surprisingly, though, he's like the stealth fucking like TV director. He apparently directs TV like crazy behind the scenes. He's like LeVar Burton, who just like does TV episodes <laughs> all over the place. It's craziness. I guess yeah. he directs TV all the time. I thought that episode was ridiculously well cut. Yeah. Like it was so good and, and well shot. And yeah, like well shot. Well, Everything like, was so just put together very, very well. And then this week's in particular, like it's a, a Dave Filoni directed episode and it's oh, just I, say, I haven't got the credits oh it's so good like it's i don't know you're like tim i think at the beginning of the episode tim said he was leaving he watched about half of it yeah and then paused to record this episode like a psycho <laughs> he's gonna go back and watch the second half now but like i watched it and it just fucking fantastic and i'm at least well versed enough in the lore because of you and eric over my life at this point that like all these little hints to like thrawn and this that and the other thing i'm like oh these are cool i understand these at least you're welcome kind of at this point i don't know if i ever needed that much star wars in my life but there it is either way all right so we've got yeah look at that we got a nice little chunk of recording done yeah Good. For, for like the weakest fucking news week ever. Yeah, like no news. Watch just bitching about Batman v Superman for the 15th <laughs> time. Like just fuck. God damn that movie. Either way. So I have to do this again in four years, right? <sighs> Let's see how it's aged in 2024. Me, me with a fucking barrel in my fucking mouth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. This has been episode 226 of Dance Robot Dance. If you haven't already, please subscribe. God only knows why you would at this point, but <laughs> you can do that from any podcast you got via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. If you have any thoughts about anything we talked about, if you think Batman v Superman is a work of cinematic genius, don't <laughs> at me. I don't care. I think you're insane. I don't even want to talk to Tim anymore at this point because of this shit. So, like, whatever. But, you know, follow me on Instagram, mt underscore Willette. Buy a print, blackraingallery.com. You'll never see a Batman v Superman print on there, I bet. <laughs> Bet you that's never gonna happen. I only do those for the ones I like. I don't know, man. If the money, the money was there, I would exactly. do it. But like, yeah, I, don't I don't think. I don't think there's a lot of call Order for that one. Commissioned you, who you? I mean, do it. I'd fucking do it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> why, why wouldn't I? Uh, either way, uh, you can let us know what you thought about anything we talked about this week, which was really just Batman v Superman and the Mandalorian. Just a lot of Star Wars and <laughs> Batman shit this week. Yeah, you can do that at uh, hit us up on Facebook. Well, fuck me. You know what? Oh, no. What's happened, Mark? I'm trying to read the script that I can't read. I can't read. Uh, If you have any thoughts about anything we talked about this week, please hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast on Twitter at DRD underscore podcast, or you can email us at dancerobotdancepodcast at gmail.com. So, fuck. Fuck. I've been here with Tim. Say goodnight. Do you bleed? You will. <laughs> I hate it. Just fuck. It's terrible. Like that, that doesn't even make sense. Like when you watch it in the movie, that there's no context for. It. He just asks that randomly of him. Obviously, he had a no. dream. He had a dream about it. <laughs> I hate you. All right, I, just. I, I, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Yeah. I don't even think I said goodbye. Oh, whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> it's done.